This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Joining us this evening to unpack the day's market activity is Kwame Antwi from KOA Capital. Kwame, a pleasure. Good evening. Good evening and good evening to everyone listening. Thank you for chatting to us. Kwame, let's get right into it. It's a bit of a meh day on uh, the JSC today. I'm wondering if that had anything to do with the U.S. not trading at all and just the lack of direction. Yeah, it's actually, um, I think it's it's a market sort of looking for some data points. You know, we had a flurry of data points in the last two weeks. Um, we had inflation, U.S. inflation number coming in higher than expected. Um, and I think, you know, in the absence of any new information, the market appears to be sort of drifting. Um, you know, I think the real data point that everyone's still looking for or or the key event that everyone is trying to get their, their minds around is when are we likely to see the first rate cuts in the U.S.? And I think that's really what investors are trying to assess over the coming months. Well, we will see some Fed minutes coming out this week. Is that what we can anticipate? Uh, any clues? Well, I think before um, uh, Jerome Powell had already given us uh, a very clear indication on where they stood with regards to rate cuts. So I think he, he made that quite clear a couple of weeks back that um, we're not going to see a rate cut in, in, in March um, and that they wanted to see that, although they're quite comfortable that inflation appears to be heading downwards and heading towards the 2% mark, they wanted to see additional data points to be able to confirm that. So I think that's what we like to see from the minutes to show that although they, they're a little bit comfortable about the direction of inflation, they're not sure that it's, 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 it's firmly under control. And, and until we see that, we're not, we're not like, we are unlikely to see a, a rate cut. So probably closer to May is, is, is a likely scenario of, of, of the first rate cut in the U.S. I want to get into some company news now. It's quite a busy day. Let's talk Telcom. They released third quarter profits. They're showing that everything's kind of moving sideways. I'm wondering if you're surprised at all. Yeah, so it's a third quarter trading update. So this is for the quarter ended uh, 31 December 2023. Look, it's a a decent set of results considering the the, the, the backdrop. And and I think the market liked it. I think at one point this stock was up, I think, about you know, 3.7% runabout before um, we went on air. Um, if you just look into the numbers, revenue flattish at 2%, um, EBITDA stable. Um, and then when you sort of dig deep and, and, and look into the numbers, I think we've seen some decent growth on mobile. So we've seen growth above inflation there. we also seen some growth in the open serve, which is the um, fiber to home business. Um, there as well, we're seeing growth in about, you know, growing about 6.2% in terms of revenue, um, EBITDA up um, 7%. Um, the part of the business that appear to be struggling is still BCX, where revenue is marginally down, at, you know, around about a percent. Um, all in all, this is a business that is almost in a sort of um, a, a turnaround phase. Um, and, and here management just pointed to the fact that, you know, they... They, you know, making progress on, on on their strategy to sort of reposition the business as a as an infrastructure company. Um, you know, obviously driving their data program, and and then they've also got a number of businesses that they need to get rid of. One of it is SwiftNet, and and they're saying that um, you know that process is ongoing. Can we say at this point, Kwame, that Telcom's out of the woods, or are we waiting for more data points? 
I still think it's I think it's, I still think it's early days. I think it's it's you know the the progress is good. Um, typically, what what happens in in a sort of a turnaround scenario is that you you cut cost, which you know supports margins. But the real proof will be whether they can show sustained growth and top line, and 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 that's still you know that's still something we have to wait and see. You know, right now, if you look at revenue, revenue for the group overall. Um, we only grew by about two percent, and then even you know even in the areas where you know they've been better, um, you know uh, mobile service revenue is just up about seven percent. As I said, you fiber to the home mm-hmm. is up about six percent. So it's not it, it's growth, but certainly nothing out of the ordinary. Gotcha. I also want to touch on We Buy Cars. Very ambitious here coming out to say they want to double their South Africa market share. That is uh, speaking to secondhand vehicles, I guess, and uh, the booming of that market. That's what We Buy Cars would have to rely on. Yeah. So, I mean, look, they are in the right space um, and at, at the right point in the cycle. Um, we, we are in a position where interest rates are high. Um, new vehicle prices continue to go up because the rent continues to weaken. And that makes the used vehicle market quite attractive. The used vehicle markets as well. Um, it's the kind of industry where, unlike new vehicle prices, where the buyer goes, you know, before you enter a dealership, you have an idea of what the car is, the prices in the used market. There's a little bit of information asymmetry. So they, they appear to be in a very profitable space in the market. And they're basically saying they want to double their market share to about you know 23% in, in 2028. Um, and they're going to do that um, through increasing the, the proportion of vehicles that are financed. As you know, um, we buy cars, we'll be, we'll, we'll be selling cars that are substantially older. So we're talking you know, cars five, six, seven years older. Um, you know, the, 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 the sort of semi-used cars, um, newly used cars will be in the, um, in the traditional dealership space. So, you know, in the older space, you know, financing isn't that easy to come by. And they're saying that they hope to boost the proportion of their sales um, um, that are financed to about 30%. So the combination of that and also increasing the, uh, their reach um, should be able to support that, those, um, those growth ambitions. Also, again, to get your thoughts on what we're seeing here with ShopRite getting a 1.2 billion rand boost for their supply chain expansion. For me, Kwame, they've already clocked this part, actually, of uh, you know the business, but it looks like there's more to be done. Yeah, look, yeah, this is a business that just keeps on you know, going from strength to strength while their competitors are struggling. Um, they, they clearly um, want to strengthen their supply chain. This is a, a, a loan that they got from, you know, um, it's, I think, Standard Bank. And, and that's to support their vehicle, um, uh, their vehicle fleet, and or you know that their supply chain to obviously support their growth, and or possibly also their growth in the uh, their digital business that we've seen. Well, Kwame, that's all we have time for this evening. Would have loved to keep chatting. Thank you for your time, and I'm sure we'll catch up again in about a week. Thank you. Fantastic girl. Well, that's Kwame Antwe with your Monday market wrap. He joins us every Monday at about ten past six, uh, just to reflect on the day's uh, market activities. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.